if you're in a really dark place, you know, beginning to just acknowledge that recognizing like I do feel really alone. I do feel like there's something going on here. Just even recognizing that is a big first step. Hello there. Welcome to the Thriving Family Podcast. It's Teresa and Barbara, and we're so happy you're here. We're grateful that you're taking the time to hang out with us in a supportive space to fill your cup and elevate your life. We are here to remind you that you are amazing and you are needed and that you are the rock star of your family and household. Consider us your cheerleaders and all things that bring joy into your life. As your friends, no subject is off limits. We have conversations with amazing guests and experts in all areas, including awkward subjects that not a lot of people talk about. Anything from finding your joy and inspiring possibilities to anti-aging tips and spicing up our sex lives. And relationships, self-love and confidence, especially relating to school age and older kids. If you're at the baby toddler or kindergarten stage, check out the Baby Bump to Littles podcast. We're your friends and your community because we're on this journey together. It takes a village and we're here to remind you that we're never alone in parenting. This podcast is made possible by amazing listeners like you, and we provide new content on Tuesdays and Thursdays every week. Follow us on Instagram at Thriving Family Podcast for daily reminders and fun ideas. Subscribe so you don't miss a beat. Leave a review and share it with someone who needs to hear it. Let's get started creating the life we want. Today, Barbara and I interview the unforgettable Joe Dodd. Joe is an author, speaker, coach, and creator of Living in Jotopia. And today, we chat with her about strategies for overcoming depression and stepping into the new year with optimism and grace. Joe is just such a beam of light, and we're so grateful that she's had the courage to share her story and struggles with depression. We hope you enjoy this amazing episode and that you share it with everyone who you think will benefit. Let's take a listen. Joe, we are so thrilled to have you on today. Not only are you beautiful and have the best accent, we are always appreciative of people that are just willing to share their journey and be vulnerable with our audience because in that space is where people can really connect and not feel alone. And so we're just really, really grateful to have you here with us today. Oh, thanks so much. I'm really happy to be here. And I just uh, thank you for inviting me. I'd love to share my story. Uh, well, if you could, can you share a bit about your journey and then how you arrived to writing your amazing book and just kind of where you are today? Yeah. So it really started, you know, I'm I'm over here in a, in the States now, but I grew up in England. And in my early 20s, I came over to the States supposedly for a year. I was going to be an intern and, and, you know, on my journey study um, hotel management. And I was here for a year and then I was going to go back home. And that completely changed when I met a man, <laughs> ended up in my early 20s getting married, being pregnant. Um, so I was very quickly a very young mum, thousands of miles away from home. And that's really where my story began was this just, I don't know, this inward fear of like, what, what am I doing? I have no idea what I'm doing. I'm thousands of miles away from my friends and family. I'm now a wife, I'm a mum. And it just, all these years later, it just sort of snowballed from there. That's where I started. And I just internally became very anxious, very depressed, but I never, ever told anyone about it. Um, and so I just kept, I threw myself into my work. Like I started out as an intern. I then just kept with the same 
hotel company and kept climbing the ladder, climbing the ladder, climbing the ladder and just pushing, pushing, pushing. And then same in my marriage and same with my children. I now have, we have four boys and it was just this, I don't know, it's just, it just sort of got out of control in terms of like, I had to compete with myself, like being better, being better, being better. I was in that hamster wheel. And it wasn't until 2020 when I was finally forced to stop that then I had, I knew that, I knew deep down I wasn't okay. But in 2020, I was put on furlough, as many people were. And I I just was forced to stop. And I didn't know how to just relax. I had no idea how to do that. And that was really eye-opening to me of like, whoa, what, you know, what have I done kind of thing. And it's, you know, there's there's a lot to it. There's a lot that happens during that time frame. But basically in the past two, three years, I've really dug into internally, like what is going on and really starting to talk more and more about my my depression now and, you know, and how I'm overcoming it. And I was able to just take that time to really internalize and really recognize that I had a lot of self-healing I needed to do. Um, and that's where I actually stepped away from my my job. I, I was furloughed, but then I was invited back to, I had, I was a, a leader for a small learning and development team and I just couldn't go back. I couldn't go back to that life of, you know, the, the hustle, the, the constant, you know, looking for the next promotion. And just, I, I just couldn't do the long hours and the emails at midnight and all of that stuff anymore. And so I decided like, it's now or never <laughs> I'm going to do what's in my heart, which was to write books. And so in that, in the past three years, I've actually published four books. I've published three children's books and then this, this book for mums, a picture book for mums. And more than anything, I just feel like, I feel like I'm getting better. I'm recovering from this depression. And I've also kind of found my purpose of where I'm supposed to be and what I'm supposed to be doing in this life to help other people. Um, and yeah, I, you know, I, I, I had always coached within my role, within my leadership role, but I, during the time off in my fellow, I also was able to get, a, you know, to, to study that and got a coaching cert, uh, certification. So now it's just this sort of, I'm, I'm an author, I'm a coach, I'm a speaker. Um, and to be frankly, to, to be frank, I'm also, you know, I'm still kind of got my foot in the corporate world because I do some contract work, but it's all stuff that works for me. So it's like, I designed my own company, Jotopia Productions, as a place where I get to call the shots and I get to decide how I want to do this. And so that's what I'm doing is like, I'm trying to launch my own business as, you know, I really want to be a full-time author and I know I'll get there. And I'm just in, the, right now I'm in this moment of like, you know, juggling both worlds, but enjoying it and having a good time doing it. Wow. I'm I'm sitting here and I'm literally like, like happy <laughs> tears are welling in my eyes because your journey is so relatable. And I think so common because we do, we, we have our life going and then, you know, whether it's children or marriage and we just jump in and it's this speeding train. And then when you haven't looked inward, it gets to be a scary place. So until something big and thank God it happened where you were able to be taken out of that. And it makes so much sense that you were like, just trying to achieve because you're, we're all kind of running away from this like stillness, which is where we have to deal with things. And, and then when you're faced with it and that you were able to sit in it and the beautiful amazingness that came out of it. And I'm looking at you and you're like, yes, I'm still on this journey, but you are like, 
radiating just joy. And I'm looking at this beautiful sun in back of you and you just are joy. And I can see, and, and I myself can relate like where you just lose that bit of yourself because we're in service of our family, of our husband, of our job. We just like put that hat on and we like try and rock it to our best ability. And it's so common. And that's why Teresa and I always try and like for ourselves and for our audiences are always like, put your own oxygen mask on because it can happen so, so easily. And yeah. I, I just am, I'm in awe and just wowed by how much goodness has come out of you being able to sit in that and be able to just create and be like, I'm, I'm good. Like even in, even when you're not, you're just like, I'm here and I'm thriving. Thank I you. agree with everything Barbara just said. And can you just tell us what the sunshine signifies to you? Because you told us before we hit record, it summarizes everything really. And it's just beautiful. Thank you. Yeah, it's it's all to do with my company. So I, as I was forming the company, I thought, you know, it had to be something that related to me. It had to be since it's something that, you know, I'm doing this, I'm designing it the way I want. I came up with Jotopia. So Jotopia Productions is my company. And as I I just started designing the logo and I started playing around with colors, you know, what makes me feel better? What makes, what brings me joy? And the yellow and the orange of my logo was, you know, yellows and orange, just, they're just positive colors. They just make you feel good. And for me, as I wrote out Jotopia, the dot of the eye, I was like, ooh, let me put a sun over the dot of the eye. That's kind of how it evolved. And that became this whole statement around, even on my darkest days, I can find the sun. And so that's, for me, Jotopia isn't a place where it's sunshine, lollipops and rainbows every day, far from it. And in fact, right now, my family, we're going through a really significant challenge as a family in that we have a family member who's dealing with some really significant mental health issues. And at the same time, I can come down to my office every day and I see this big sun. I painted it on my my shelves behind me and it's representing that, yes, things are going to be hard and you can find, even if it's the smallest piece of joy, you can find it. It might just be having a lovely cup of tea and just putting your feet up for five minutes. Doesn't matter what it is, but that reminds me that I can do this. And that's, that's what I, I love to coach other, other women on is like, I found Jotopia. So let's I'd like to help you find the you and your utopia. Like, what is it for you? For me, it's the sun. What's the dot of the eye in your utopia. So I love talking about that. <laughs> it's so good. And it's such a good visual because I think so many people uh, just get in that anxious or depressed state and then they're so ashamed of it and so they just hide away and then they're trying to find this other false joy i mean it happens i mean I, i'm fully guilty of it and then it's just knowing i a biggest thing for me has always been like knowing you're not alone yeah because that's the scariest thing and then you just feel like here's your planet of people and life and you are just off and you're not even tethered and it's scary and it's isolating and you just don't feel like how do i ever get back and i've definitely had those moments where you're like i know i've been happy i know i have i know i can find it but you forget how to get there and it's yes. that is really really scary and so what are some things you tell people of like when they're in that space and like you said you're going through heavy things right now life is heavy there are things unfortunately i really believe that's where we evolve and like mm -hmm. 
gain our muscles, but yeah. it's like how to get back or how to find that center of yeah. like that there's even like you said so beautifully that there's still you can still get to that sunshine place. Yeah. I think um there's so much there to to talk about and it's to me the biggest thing is is I'm not here to say that any of this is easy like you just said like it's it is really difficult sometimes and I think I'm a huge advocate in in explaining like I have a therapist I talk to every week and she has been crucial in my recovery. And I I want people to know it's not one size fits all. So that works for me. I would highly recommend if you're in a really dark place, you know, beginning to just acknowledge that recognizing like I do feel really alone. I do feel like there's something going on here. Just even recognizing that is a big first step. And, you know, we could that's a, another topic in in like, how do you ask for help and how do you find a therapist? That's difficult when you're when you're really depressed. It's 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 challenging. But to the person who's just, you know, who's feeling like, oh, my life isn't the way I want it to be. And I'm just bogged down with all these with all these you know negative thoughts. It is as simple as thinking through what is it that makes me happy? And, and it doesn't have to be these big, you know, like a vacation in Italy or, you know, like big things that seem unachievable. It's going back to what I just said, like having a cup of tea or something like what what just makes you feel a tiny bit better? And then starting to be aware of the thoughts that you're having in your head with no judgment. That's the biggest pieces, because I realized, wow, I'm having like so many negative thoughts. And I, it's actually funny. Yesterday I saw on this Instagram post of um, I can't remember who it was, but he was talking about ants, automatic ne- negative thoughts and killing the ants. And I was like, wow, that's a really good way to think about it. Like all these ants are like just going through your mind how do you like kind of bat them away? And I think the first piece is realizing that you're even having them and acknowledging that with no guilt, no shame, no judgment, just going, wow, yeah, I have a lot of negative thoughts. And then turning into, I think the the biggest win for me has been starting with gratitude, just like, what is it that I'm thankful for? And not even like, again, not like, I think it's very easy. I'm grateful for my children. I'm grateful for my husband. I'm grateful. But like, I'm grateful for, you know, the walk I went on this morning with my dog and the the sound of the creek. And it's just, it's getting still and finding those little things that you can be joyful about, that you can be grateful for. And I love that you say little things because those are so much more attainable. And I think naturally we're just like the big things and then we can spiral again but it's like once you think of something small like your cup of tea and because mm-hmm. uh, I then I'm like transported to my coffee in the morning in front of a right. fireplace you know it's right. just like these good little things and it can be that simple and then it's like then you have another good thought and then another good thought so you're you're getting out of that negative 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 yes. and and also I just love how I think it's so important when people share because it's like, yeah, like, oh, well, she does this and okay, this is how I can get out of it. And again, I can't applaud you enough for just being that beacon for people and being like, hey, this is me and this is what I do daily. I I will be grateful. And it's funny that you said the gratitude because I'm a huge believer in gratitude and I heard something, I can't, maybe we saw the same thing, but (laughs) it's with the gratitude because I heard that the more specific you are, 
And it's perfect to be about the little things too, but the more specific of like the visualization of it and painting the picture instead of like, I'm grateful for my health. It's like, well, what about your health? And just getting specific because I think it just that it does something in your brain. And then it just, you're on that path because then you're just on this energy to positivity instead of that. Yeah, it's so true. And that's what I do. Like the house I'm in, we're in, I'm in this gorgeous house that I absolutely love. And there's like work that we need to do. So for a while, I was like always focused on the like, oh, we need to paint and, you know, we need to do this. We need to do that. There are all these things we need to do. And now I flipped it around into like, I am in my dream home and it's going to be great when, you know, but at the moment I'm happy because I have this gorgeous house. So it's, it's just flipping it. Like you said, to be really specific of looking at, you know, look around in your room right now what are you grateful for? What can you, what do you love? Like is even think, you know, is there a particular pen that you love to use or is there, you know, just as simple as that, but it's, that's what starts to shift away from those ants, those negative thoughts. It's, it's just really getting really into the details of like the tiny things that make you happy. Yeah. One of the things that comes up as well, as you're talking through things that are attainable each day in terms of if I really feel crummy, this is how I can get there. One of the things though, I find that is prevalent is this talk about toxic positivity. And I think, I think as we bring this up, I just think it's such an important conversation, especially too, for people who feel a lot of depression or feel all the feels. And I think it's so important to feel all those feels, but to understand that what you're talking about is not toxic positivity. It's not just shutting everything else out completely, but actually feeling those things. And it's almost like a concurrent feeling. It absolutely is. And that uh, thanks for bringing that up because that's something I'm really, really passionate about that I used to fall into. Like I used to be one of those people that was just like, and and I knew when I was saying it, it, it didn't make sense because I was feeling it myself. But I was like, oh, let's just choose a happy thought. And that's so, it's dangerous to say that to people. Um, And I've, you know, been a recipient of that recently of like, just choose to wake up and feel better. I'm like, when you have depression, you can't do that. Like it's, it's a process. Um, But yeah, that's, it's actually my first book. Um, My first children's book is all about that. Tilly Toad's Heavy Load, because it's about feeling the feelings you have and then doing something with those feelings. So saying like, I feel sad, feel it. Let's talk about it. And then let's do something with that, that it might not disappear and it might come back, but at least acknowledging that it's there, feeling into it, leaning into it, and then doing something just to bring a tiny bit of joy or something that feels slightly better is how that's worked for me. And it's worked for my family to, to really begin to heal. I love that you did a book about that because they always say, you know, name it to tame it, especially with children. But I think a lot of us, where, I mean, I had a great childhood. My parents did, I mean, they're awesome, but I think we're of a generation that was less aware. And it was kind of like, you're fine. You're fine. Move on. Yeah. Sadness, yeah. And anger or things we don't like, nope, nope, nope. Okay. Move yeah. on, move on. And so it, I know that the first time in my life when there was sadness and I was like, I don't have the capabilities, the tools or the muscles to deal with this. And it rocked me. Yeah. And so I, I love that you're helping families because I, I'm like, oh gosh, you're probably helping the parents more than the kids in your books yeah. reading that because it is, it's, and I'll find myself even like horrible parenting, but when they're hurt or sad and I, I want to just from my own training, just be like, you're fine, you're good. And I'm like, right. no, 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 stop. Yeah. Because 
you do. You, it's like sitting in it and then moving through it because it's that boiling pot of water that it, there's an emotion in there. And if you're not letting out the steam or being like, okay, take it off the heat, whatever, it's going to be boiling. And my yep. pot, my lid is blown off many times. <laughs> so it's a process. And I love that you're just making it in a, in a really, of course, with your like names and your just take <laughs> on things. You're just making it in such a beautiful way that I'm getting that book. <laughs> thank you yeah and we did say we joked like I, I when I first released it there were so many of you know of course it was my friends at first that got a hold of it and they were like this book is actually helpful for me and I was like good because it was helpful for me as I wrote it so yeah I think I think the story does apply both to adults and children alike <laughs> and it's so I I just wanted to bring this up too because when you guys were talking about toxic positivity and that you never know where people are and I think I come off as very joyous. That's just my natural state. But I I just remember being in such a dark place. And it's also hard for those people that are like known to be in joy that when you're not, it's like, oh my gosh, how do I, how do I relate to people? Am I gonna freak people out <laughs> that yeah. I'm not that I'm not okay? And it and I don't know if it was false, but it's like the mask that I had like just had in life and yeah. um and it's and it's hard and then it's like learning this new part of yourself of being like well I'm I can find my my joy but right now I'm 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 not good and it, it's even in the greeting it's like how are you doing good it's just people's natural like we're yeah. good good and yeah. um it's scary to be like you know what I'm having a hard time and finding those people or finding those places and like you even sharing on Instagram as beautifully as you do is just finding those places of being like, okay, like there's someone that I can, yeah, I'm not feeling it. She isn't either, but she's okay. Look what she's done with it. And I'm going to be okay. It is a journey and I'm going to do these daily steps. Mm -hmm. I just think that can't be shed enough light on. It's just so awesome. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Yeah. And I, I feel the same way. That's, that's who I was too. It's like, I had this smile on my face every single day at work and the, the people that really knew, honestly, my poor husband, like really knew how I was really feeling. Cause I let him see everything. And it was a lot of resentment, a lot of, you know, fear and, and worry and, and anxiety that came out on him and my older boys came out, but like to the rest of the world, to work, to the rest of my family, to be honest, it was such a shock when I started to come out and talk about depression because everyone's like, what? Like you, you're fine. Like, and even, you know, even close family members were almost pr actually pretty put out that I hadn't told them. And I was like, I couldn't, I had no way to tell you because to be honest, I really wasn't recognizing it within myself and I wasn't ready to talk about it. So it was this big, like I had been that, you know, putting a brave face on and, and smiling and the toxic positivity. I'd been living that for so many years. And it is just such a relief now to not have to do that anymore. And to, I think you do, you, you find your people when you do start talking about it. Cause now I've just got, I, I mean, my friends are wonderful. They always have been. And now I've got even more friends as I've started telling my story, cause I'm getting all these, particularly moms and women just like, oh my goodness, I feel like that too. And it's like, yeah, when we share it, we feel more united in that. So it helps. It does help, and it makes a it creates a stronger relationship with whoever you do 
let that side show. And because mm-hmm. I've I've seen it and so many times when people have been like, oh, but you're da, 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 and you're happy all the time. And I'm like, it is a it is work. Right. Like I will innately like you, I believe, like I will find the sunshine even when things are just a total shit show. Yeah. I just it's just in me. And I don't think and I know it's not fake, but it's like you put that face on and then you're like I just want to be in this this is where I want to be I want to live in the sunshine even <laughs> like the shittiest thing ever you know and so I just get frustrated but it's it's being able to feel safe no matter where you are and I really have tried because just aware the awareness of how I do that of the people around me I really try and just hold that space for them and being like yeah. you're safe here like I don't need you. And I've had a couple of texts from friends and I really appreciate it where they're like, I'm having a hard time. Like whether the flu hit their family and they're just like, I am worn down. It has literally hit every member. I am tired. I am cranky. I am depressed. Right. Yeah. I'm like you're good here. Like you are, you don't need Easy. to be in yes. like, yeah, I love you no matter what. Like even in your just angry, sad, I love you. Yeah. Yeah. Good. Yeah. And you don't have to show up and go. I think that's, that's such a really good point. Cause I think I, it, with a few of friends, they were, as I was coming out with this, they're like, well, almost afraid to tell me that they were struggling. I was like, no, 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 no. That's the complete opposite. Like, I'm not here to say like, you have to say everything's great. No, oh, I'm so grateful for this. And and it's, it's sharing both that, that you can have that darkness and the light at the same time and you can juggle it. And that's how we help each other. So you're so right on that. Yeah. Yeah. It's so, it's so good. I just, it's just nice. I feel like as we get older, we just are in that more of that place of like not having to the image or the, it's the maturity. And you just hope that for mom starting out or, you know, just, Hey, I'm your older sister going, don't do that. Or (laughs) here's another, here's another like color to try on that. It's, you know, you don't have to look like you've got it handled all the time. You will actually have better friendships and relationships when you're just like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's great. Yeah, it's a shit show. It totally, totally. Yeah, especially in motherhood. Of We are a village. We are we are amazing and powerful and have the best, like, care bear heart signal ever that, like, we can hold each other no matter what phase we're in. And I just, I just love that you've written books and just spread such amazing awareness about this. Thank and will you. you tell the titles of your other books, especially the one for moms, because they're just so yeah. good. <laughs> Thank you. So the, yeah, so Tilly Toad's Heavy Load was the first children's book. And then the second one was We All Like Different Things, and that's A-OK With Me. And that one I wrote with my youngest son, Joseph, who has some learning disabilities. And that's just, it was his idea. And it was just beautiful to watch like him, his his journey with that. And yeah, that was a great one. And then the other children's book was Take That Fear. And that was with my now 13-year-old um, son. We wrote that one together. And that's all about, you know, hearing the voice of fear, not not being fearless, quite the opposite, like listening to the voice of fear and then finding the voice of courage within your heart and listening to that. And so it's like a balance of, of the two. Um, so I did those children's books. And then the the picture book for mums is is really the one that's like, it has my heart because it's my story. And um, it's a it's a, I was going to write like more of a, Uh, I would say a proper book you know a a self-help book and as I started writing it and I will one day it's going to come out but as I started writing that I was like how can I bring this essence of 
joy through the through the darkness because I needed to be able to talk about depression but in a way that was like meaningful and wasn't really really gloomy and so I don't know how it came but this poem came to me and it's dear mama bear with the effed up hair and it's just (laughs) and as I was thinking about it I was like gosh I wouldn't I wouldn't want to read a self-help book right now that's not the space I'm in but I would love to be tucked into bed and I would love to be told a story myself. And so that's where it evolved of like, let's just do a picture book for mums. And so that's where it came from. Yeah, I think it's so brilliant. It's so good. And just the, what you share about it and everything, it's just your Instagram is, I I love, I'm a huge follower of yours. And whenever I see yours, I'm like, oh, I love it. And (laughs) people find these books because I will be ordering all, everyone you say, I'm like, oh, yes. Yes, I need that. And I need that. Right. Yeah, they're all on um they're all on Amazon. They're all on online. So you should also should be able to walk into a local bookshop and order them. They won't be actually physically in the store, but you can actually ask for the copies and and they should be able to order them for you. So um but they're online wherever books are sold. So, yeah. So good. And I just love that you sat down and created something that could possibly affect so many people. And it's so needed and you are needed and we just love you so much. Oh, thank you so much. I I really appreciate that. (laughs) That's the end of part one of this amazing episode with Joe Dodd. Part two will be released in a couple of days. So make sure to subscribe so that you're the first to know when it's available. Joe will be sharing her top self-care tips as well as how she's planning to step into the new year. And it's so good. You won't want to miss it. I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day. Thank you again for joining us today. We know how many other things you could be doing and it means the world to us that you're here. We hope you always get something valuable from our podcast and that you feel supported. If you have a question for us about our content or anything else, please leave it in your review of this podcast, or you can send us an email or DM us on Instagram. We're here for you, so let us know what topics would be helpful and that you're interested in. You can join our membership by clicking on the link in the show notes. You are never alone in parenting, and we're here to support you at every stage. If you know anyone that would be inspired or supported by this podcast, please share it with them. We provide content every week, so please subscribe wherever you're listening from. If you leave a review, you'll have the opportunity to win a gift that we absolutely love. We're so excited about this giveaway. We only introduce brands to our community that align with our values. And Barbara and I both love the Now Tone Therapy System. This yoga for your mind is one of the most simple ways to relax, relieve stress and anxiety. The creators recommend listening twice a day for only three minutes to receive these benefits or to listen as often as you like. And if you buy them, there's a risk-free three-month trial period. What we like best about Now Tone Therapy System is that it's something everyone can make time for. My family likes to listen first thing in the morning and at the end of each day. It's the easiest and most relaxing path to mindfulness daily. We'll link to this amazing product in the show notes below. Thank you so much for joining us today, and we'll see you next time.